0: Dot com, the boston podcast network it's the josh jp philosophy so here they are josh cohen and jp plunkett hello everyone this is producer dave here pod 617.com the boston podcast network josh and jp are back and they're talking movies the all-time greatest guy movies i can't wait to hear this guys take it away guy josh what do you think
1: Guy Josh has got a clear, pristine list. So, number one, 40 years ago, last week, Caddyshack, no question about it, in my opinion. For comedy, nothing beats it. The characters, nothing beats it. The storyline, nothing beats it. And in my conversations on a daily basis, signs from Caddyshack do
2: come up. So, I totally agree. We won't make the whole show about Caddyshack, but we could. And maybe a good chunk of it will be about Caddyshack. I am shocked that Caddyshack doesn't make top 25 all-time movie lists. Any genre. It's that good. The soundtrack was great. An all-star cast. Uh, You're right. Even the plot. People say there's no plot. That's crap. There's a great plot. Think about
1: Dangerfield and, and, and Ted Knight yeah. and the you know, Louis, you know, it's funny. Uh, Danny Noonan was married to Bonnie Ray or may still be married to Bonnie Ray. Yeah.
2: Oh boy. Um, I, I did not know that. Well, Spalding, O'Keefe, um, O'Keefe. you know, right you'll, you, you'll have O'Keefe. nothing O'Keefe. and like it. Spalding was the manager of a little, uh, bar restaurant on Lansdowne Ave back in the nineties, um, which is just a little interesting Boston. He's connection. a
0: real estate broker. Uh, John Barman, isn't that his name? Yep. He, uh, yeah, I've, I've crossed paths with him a couple times. A real estate guy, and he doesn't mind if you make Spalding jokes. No, it's nice.
2: You'll yeah. have nothing and like it. <laughs> um, but Caddyshack, no question about it. I think that uh, if you're talking comedies, you're talking, you know, movies that that guys like. Um, it, it's almost like the Beatles in the rock and roll list. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that anybody who uh, watches movies could could disagree that the Caddyshack it's just number one it's the best uh what no, no sadly per-
0: uh so, sorry guys sadly um Danny Noonan divorced Bonnie Raitt in 1999 they were married for nine years
2: it's it, ruined
1: my, it just ruined my day Dave. Do,
0: you, do you do drugs Danny every day every day good <laughs>
2: So now uh, here's um, my second favorite, and there's a glue from this to that. So Chevy Chase, clearly the de facto probably star of Caddyshack with three or four other stars, was the unabashed star of uh, my second favorite comedy. And that would be uh, Fletch and Fletch Lives. The two Fletches were just, first of all, hilarious. Second of all, super deep and interesting as it relates to the mystery of it all.
1: I mean, Fletch was once again another movie I could repeat every line of. Um, <laughs> it's all ball bearing. How many these times days. do I say? I mean, you know, he's six. My son Teddy's got an afro. I go, how tall is he? I go, he's actually, you know, you don't six have an five, afro. six nine with the afro. Um, so Fletch is classic. Like I said, it's a story. It is. Um, it's a great story. Tim Matheson was fantastic as the
2: bad guy. Absolutely. And. Um, Norm those- from Cheers played the <laughs> yeah. um, the cryptic drug dealer on the beach. Yep. George went The cops and gummy.
1: <laughs> but that's a great line. You know, it's funny. Mm-hmm. During this. River. Oh. Dr. <laughs> Jellyfinger. Um, during, the whole, during the whole pandemic, which obviously is still going on, the family watched all these movies. Caddyshack they've seen before, but I showed him Fletch. Fletch
2: holds the test of time. It, it does. It, here's another great one. So Chevy Chase wakes up at the hospital, um, and, and the, the nurse says, um, "He said, Where am I? She says, You're in the records room. Can I get you something? <laughs> yes, the Beatles' white album, The white album. White album. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, there is talk of reviving the, the Fletch franchise with John Hamm as the lead role.
2: And I believe it would be a prequel. If, Completely
0: different stories, for sure. Yeah, I think you're right. And just uh, the, the, whoever the author is wrote a bunch of these Fletch books, right?
2: So yep. it's funny. We've had some list shows, and, and, you, and you see different lists on Twitter, and whatever the list might be, it seems like one and two are athletes, rock and roll, movies. They're always clear-cut. And then three and beyond is where the real... Oh, dialogue and uh, healthy disagreement and fun comes. So, I don't think there's a there's probably seven or eight. You know, you um, you about those 80s be, but, movies. So I mean, J- I mean Animal House. I, I well, sure, Animal Meatballs. House, you know, My Frank uh, Young Frankenstein, Lonely Guy, uh Planes, Trains and Automobiles, Brewster's Nut, Slapshot. I mean, there's so many hilarious ones from say the glory days of the late 70s to the uh, mid 90s, but Caddyshack, Fletch, one, two, or two, one, however you want to flip the coin, Beatles, Stones, whatever it might be. Third, there's 10 different movies that could be third. There's only two that could be one, two.
1: Comedies, you know, Meatballs and Animal House. I mean, if you were in a fraternity in college, which I know
2: you weren't, JP. Yeah, no frats uh, at Boston College.
1: Fraternity, JP.
2: We we just studied and went to the athletic games. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) Uh, Plenty of fun. that, That defined, every reference when you live in a fraternity house is to is to uh is to animal house and having lived in fraternity house it it was always on
2: well animal house i agree probably number three i just think there's others that could be considered for three i think a belushi sweatshirt that said college i mean that's Which, yeah that's really funny um you know steve martin in the lonely guy It doesn't get many headlines but god almighty was that funny planes trains and automobiles Another Steve Martin with the late, great John Candy. I mean, over the top, funny.
1: I mean, coming to America, I mean, anything Eddie, Mur- that, that's why Saturday Night Live, they produce so many great folks that came out of that, that show. And Eddie Murphy coming to America is so classic. Eddie Murphy, every one of his movies that he made, I mean, from 48 Hours to Beverly Hills Cop,
2: he was Fantastic, And those were also a little Fletch-ish in that they were hilarious, but they also had really good, interesting storylines.
0: So, Are you okay with them rebooting Coming to America with the original cast? No,
2: not really. Mm-hmm. It'll never be the okay. same. Okay. so with like the original. So we, we, we talked about comedies. Today's podcast is is going to be sort of a micro-mini-cast. We love everybody listening, and we're super thankful. The next uh, and final tranche, I guess, of movies that quote-unquote guys like and everybody likes, but we're calling them guys' movies, would be sort of that serious uh, drama type. And um, I think it's, you know, in, in my mind, it's a clear-cut one, two. We'll see what, what Josh thinks is one, two. And then there's always that nebulous three through ten. But um, I think you got to go with the Godfather uh, trilogy, especially one and two. And then um, the Rockies, good gosh, they're still going yeah, with uh, the creeds. I mean, are you kidding me? In Talia Shire was in both of them. Um, talk think about, about the Rockies.
1: The the Rockies are you know Godfather, fantastic. Obviously, I'm going to give you number three in a minute, but Godfather, obviously number one. Absolutely. Ro- Rockies. I mean, as a kid growing up in the 80s, you know, think about who they had in that. Mr. T. That made his brand name. Uh, Hulk Hogan was and, Thunder Lips. Hulk Hogan was on it. You know, Apollo Creed still. Carl Weathers is still around. Let's start doing push-ups running up the stairs and thought an Eye of the Tiger in 1982 or 83, Eye of the Tiger may have been my favorite
2: song. It's, it's, it, the music was great, the acting, the storylines, and the fact that Sylvester Stallone has produced two Creed movies with Michael Jordan, the, non, the non-hoop player, the non player, the movie star Michael Jordan, of course, and there'll be a third, and he had the lack of ego. He, he didn't keep calling them Rocky, even though it really is Rocky 7 and 8, let's be honest and he put himself in like a co-star role but he wrote it and it keeps the storyline going. He'll pump out another one of those. There's no question so about
0: playing, it. Playing the same character since 1976. That has to be some kind of record. I don't know how you measure it, but, but it's I, the same. and we still lo- the and we still love that character. And the right? only
2: the only weak one maybe was Rocky 5, the Tommy Morrison one. That
0: was weak, yeah. But yeah.
2: but if that was a standalone movie with a different name, yeah. would have been fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Here's the thing, too, is the way they played into what was going on in the world,
2: that whole USA, USSR. Totally. So so flipping back to to The Godfather, though, I'm actually, as we speak, in, in the middle of reading The Godfather by Mario Puzo. I bought literally a, an original hard copy through eBay from 1969. Oh, my God. Talk about a book that you don't want to put down. I mean, as great as the movie was, the book, The Godfather, every page. It's just... So, Godfather, the Rockies, Josh were on the same page. They're the two best. Josh, what do you... Josh Shank Redemption. Definitely on my list. I don't know best that it's... That's number three. So, my third would be Goodfellas, but... um. I totally hear you on Shawshank. I also think that The Natural and Schindler's List um, are both right up there.
1: The Natural's fantastic. The the I remember watching it with my grandfather and and he taught me about foreshadowing. When he, when uh, Robert Redford walked in the
2: owner's office and the, the office was dark shows you what type of guy the owner was. So to so talk about another another great book by Bernard Malamud who um, his genre was, say he wrote 10 novels nine of them were about um, Jewish um, young men coming of age uh, after the Holocaust after moving to America. The natural was his only book outside of that genre um, very interesting uh, novel and clearly a great movie. Wilfred Brimley, Pop Fisher just died uh, about a week ago.
0: He was 50 that. he was 50 years old when he played Pop Fisher.
2: And Redford was like only forty eight
0: yeah. two years younger, but he was playing a thirty five year old. Exactly crazy.
2: So, you know, before we sign off, um, and Josh can wrap this up, um, being the movie expert that he is from from the eighties. But some of my other favorite, you know, non-comedies go back way back, way beyond the eighties to like I think it might have been the forties. It's a wonderful life, I think is great. Um, and then jumping back to more modern times, the Disney depiction of the nineteen eighty Olympic hockey season, uh, known as Miracle, was great. And then another one, I guess it's a non-comedy, would be Grease. Who didn't love um, Olivia Newton-John, John John Travolta? Grease was great. So, Josh, what are some of your other um, favorites in the non-comedy? I'm a
1: total comedy guy, as you guys know. I, I, I don't take myself too seriously or anything too seriously, unfortunately, sometimes. There's the sports movies, Miracle. I love Major League. Oh, Bull Bull Durham! Those movies are fantastic, and and the it's funny. uh, Shawshank, obviously, Tim Robbins was in both Shawshank and Bull Durham, but Bull Durham's, you know, one of the greatest of all time. And it really, we you know, we had Paul Earl on, but it really made that brand the Durham Bulls. Little league teams all over the country are the Durham Bulls now. So.
2: I haven't been much of a movie guy recently, but you know my last comments on our, our movie segment today would be um if anyone hasn't seen Knives Out, which came out you know late last year, early this I've now seen I saw it in the theater, I've seen it two or three times now um I suppose on Netflix. Give it a year or two Knives out uh brand great new. movie I actually yeah. watched it oh it's like gonna it. it's gonna hit top twenty five all time lists. Chris Evans is from Sudbury. Let's get him on the show. That'd be great, <laughs> Chris, if you're listening, please. <laughs>
1: So, fun one, subscribe guys. Subscribe and like.
0: Yep. Any final thoughts, guys, before we wrap it up? Thank you for listening.
2: Thanks for listening.
0: Josh, like and subscribe. Go watch nope. Caddyshack. Go watch Caddyshack. Right? Go watch Caddyshack.
2: <laughs> you can never watch that or Fletch enough.
0: <laughs> nope. Josh and JP Philosophy is a production of pod617.com. Go to the website for all past episodes. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. It's the Josh JP Philosophy. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and please share it with a friend or a colleague in your network who would interested the show is supported by red dome realty and legacy financial group for more information on these organizations and how to get in touch with your host check the show notes of this podcast thanks for listening